The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. There haven't been many bank robberies in the Isle of Man. In fact, I think there's been only one worthy of note. But what a bank job it was. It's not just the size of the robbers' loot, nearly £9,000 in gold coinage, worth uncountable millions in today's money values. It was the circumstances that surrounded it. It wasn't just a case of smash and grab. It was much more sophisticated than that. A clever inside job more like it. We go back to Easter Saturday, April the 20th, 1878. The central figure in the drama to come was Andrew William Gray, 21-year-old chief cashier of the Bank of Mona in Douglas. He had spent the previous evening relaxing, presumably, at the York Hotel in the town centre, and about 11pm he left to walk home to where he lived at Spring Valley. Between four and five o'clock the next morning he was back at the hotel, dishevelled and apparently distressed and calling for help with a remarkable story to tell whoever would listen to him. He said he had been walking down Lazy Hill on the Peel Road when he was attacked by a gang of masked and armed men, one of whom brandished a revolver and fired a shot. They demanded that he hand over the keys to the Bank of Mona. He refused, whereupon they set about him, beat him up, knocked him unconscious, and left him lying in the gutter. He heard one of his assailants mutter, Dead men tell no tales. Gray also told his listeners that he believed the men had chloroformed him, which accounted for him being unconscious for nearly six hours, and when he came back to consciousness he found that his bank keys were missing, taken by the men so that they could get straight into the bank that night and help themselves. The police were called to the York Hotel to listen to Gray's story, and so was an official of the bank after which they all marched off to the bank, a building which is now the home of the island's legislature, where they found no sign of any kind of unlawful entry. But when they opened the safe, they found that £8,873 worth of gold coins were missing. It was a sensational turn of events to have occurred at the bankers to the Isle of Man government, high-ranking officials, and many of the richest people of the island. But the police, not surprisingly, were suspicious of Gray's account of what happened to him. For instance, the mere notion of armed gangs of professional desperados roaming the island just didn't stand up, and out on the Peel Road there were no signs of a struggle having taken place, and no other homeward persons had seen Gray lying unconscious and perhaps injured in the gutter. His story was not as watertight as he had clearly hoped. It was decided that Gray was the real suspect, and he had fabricated his story, his unlikely story when it was thought about, as a cover-up, which was indeed the case as later events showed. Gray was charged and committed for trial at the Isle of Man's Court of General Jail Delivery. Now what about this man, 21-year-old Andrew William Gray? He was young to be in a position of high responsibility at the Bank of Mona as chief cashier. But his background was suitable enough. He came of a good family. He'd been educated at King William's College, and he was engaged to marry a respectable young lady. A contemporary photograph shows him as good-looking with a flowing hairstyle. There seemed to be nothing to be concerned about. But there was much more to him than this, 
and there had already been concerns about him for senior officials of the bank to think about.